Why You'll Never Be a Rapper, a memoir mixtape by Josh What's-His-Name Lefkowitz, forward by Fonte Coleman. Chapter 20. By myself. You know, I've been thinking lately, if I don't make it, it's gotta be God protecting me from something. I said to Rue, as he completed a long overdue set of reps. Overdue in the sense that, while we belonged to a gym, we hadn't been in quite some time. Yeah, Rue said, sounding like he was agreeing with the sounds coming out of my mouth, rather than what I was actually saying. Yeah, I mean, what if all my frustration when not getting signed is a waste of time? Man, what are you talking about? Rue said, sounding moderately perturbed. I mean, like, what if I'm not supposed to make it, and I'm working against fate? Like I'm being protected from a life of being miserable, or better yet, what if I get on and get shot? Maybe God has given me an out, and I keep refusing to take the hint, I said. I don't know, man. I guess. I just can't think about it like that, Rue said. Yeah, but you don't have to think about it like that. You're behind the scenes. I'm the one who's putting myself out there for people to talk shit and criticize and whatever the fuck else. What if in real life I get on and I feel all accomplished and shit and then my life sucks? I guess that's something you're gonna have to figure out, Rue replied. He was entertaining my concerns on the surface, but he wasn't taking me seriously. I was questioning our pursuit of happiness, even considering that it wasn't meant to be. I had been trying to get signed for over a decade and that forced me to consider that perhaps it might never happen. The music thing had taken over half my life. I was getting older and that was starting to take its toll on me. I was 28 years old, but in hip-hop, as in tennis, that may as well have been 45. I had almost nothing to show for my dedication to being a rapper. I had a college degree in a field I never intended to pursue, and though I had always kept a job, the only experience that I had was in sales. In the meantime, I had thrown myself into a life and a culture that was based on faking it till you make it, regardless of what the real truth was, and it felt gross. I had always prided myself on being a very genuine person, yet everything that Rue and I were doing as an independent label revolved around embellishing our accomplishments, our popularity, and our impact. We constantly discussed how to make my songs as relevant as possible without completely sacrificing the integrity of the music, and all that did was sacrifice the integrity of the music. By the time I moved to New York, I had been making music for a long time. I never stopped loving the creative process, but by 2002, I no longer possessed the desire to perform. There was a time when I loved doing shows, but I was far past that mindset. I wasn't 16 years old anymore, and I didn't care about showing everyone I could rap. I wanted a record deal, and more specifically, I wanted music to be my job. If that wasn't going to happen, then I wasn't interested in performing for 50 people who aren't there to hear me anyway. Between 1992 and 2002, I had done every single show I could. I opened for national artists and sharpened my skills as a performer while giving myself and others the assurance that this is what I was meant to do. But after that, I probably did five shows. Rue always said that I should perform more, but I told him that I thought shows were stupid. This lifelong journey was beginning to wear on me. We had released three mixtapes and I didn't want to beat a dead horse any longer. The formula we used for volumes 1 to 2.1 had become run-of-the-mill. Everyone was doing it. Releasing another one in that vein would only show a lack of creativity. Yet after trying something different with Star Wars, well, we all know how that turned out. I had always preached that putting out an independent album was a huge waste of time and money. My thoughts were best explained on my song The Formula, which ironically was on Star Wars. 
Logically, nobody goes into a store and buys a CD from a cat they've never heard before. If you don't have dough to promote, which you don't, how will anybody know that your album is dope? That was the way I felt, and the reason I recorded a bevy of songs with relatively no purpose and no plan for their release. Since childhood, I taught myself to analyze and then overanalyze everything in existence. That was an unfortunate skill that didn't mesh well with the inevitable maturation that comes from getting older every year. Considering my life from a professional standpoint, I thought, what happens if I get a record deal, then my album never comes out, or I'm just not all that successful? Or what if I am successful on the first album, but then never find that success again, and then I run out of money? I began to imagine searching for work with a resume hardly attractive to someone looking for a candidate who had actually dedicated themselves to the career at hand, rather than someone using it as a backup plan. I thought about going into a job interview and having to answer the question, so I see this huge gap in your employment. What have you been doing the last few years with, uh, I was a rapper? That thought alone became too much for me to stomach. I'd fantasized so long and so hard about getting signed to a major label, but that would be only step one. My mind began having trouble processing anything beyond that step, but my thoughts churned further. Do I continue to get jobs that I don't have to commit to wholeheartedly so that I can focus on music? Or is it time to start trying to find a viable plan B? See, that's your problem, Melvin used to tell me. If you want to be an artist, you have to put yourself all the way out there. Was Melvin right? I always kept a job so I could buy myself things, eat food other than ramen noodles, and pay my bills. But was that in itself holding me back? Was I not as much of an artist as I thought because I kept the job? How could I not earn money? I was beginning to question everything. Well, maybe not everything. I still believed that I was put on this earth to make music, but I began to doubt myself. Was that the truth, or did I just think it was? Should I give up? My thoughts wrestled each other. How could I even think of quitting after putting in all these years of hard work? Then again, had I worked as hard as I thought I had, or were other, more successful people working that much harder? Did my hard work and artistry matter, or did I need to just keep plugging away at all of my connections? Was it worthless for a white guy to try to get a record deal in the era of Eminem? Back in the day, all the labels would have been looking for their own Eminem, but now it seemed like they were scared to even consider a white person who made black music. Worrying, even more than rapping, had always been what I did best, and now I was truly at the top of my game. This turmoil in my heart and mind took its toll. I fell into a place where I was uninspired to make music. I tried to snap out of it by going upstairs to bullshit at Rue's place like everything was normal, but it didn't help that he too was getting discouraged by our lack of tangible progress. Rue had an on-again, off-again girlfriend in North Carolina, whom he had been dating for eight years. She offered the only stability and happiness that he had in his life, which was far more than I could say for myself. I'm thinking I may move back to North Carolina, Rue told me somberly one day. I knew he missed her terribly, but I was still shocked. Yeah, you know, I'd always said that eventually I'd move back home, but I miss my girl, man. And all the stuff I do for Jimmy Joshua, I can do that from anywhere. But dog, what about when we have a meeting or something and they say, great, can you guys be here tomorrow at 3 p.m.? That's why we moved here. I know, Ruth said. We'll just have to make sure we schedule meetings in enough time for me to get up here. That just doesn't sound realistic to me, man. I gotta do what I gotta do. I think when my lease is up in a few months, I'm not gonna renew it. Or maybe I'll just sublet my place or something so I always have a place to come back to. I said nothing to that. I had had such thoughts, but never an actual exit strategy. He was about to leave it all behind and immerse himself in a relationship. It was a blow, but I couldn't be mad at him. In the following weeks, I tried as hard as I could to force myself to write music and draw from my confidence reserves. But I was fooling myself. 
I started songs that I never finished. It all started to feel like I had run out of things to say. I'd call all of my producer friends and ask for beats, looking for anything to inspire me to create and reignite the fuse that so many people seem to think yielded good music. But of all things, I was getting bored. The new crop of rappers kept getting younger and less relatable, while I was getting older and less interested in exaggerating how much better at life I was than everyone else in my songs, especially because I didn't believe it. The talk of moving back to NC began to subside, but that opened up a space for Rue and me to speak freely and frequently about our feelings of angst. I'm fucking miserable right now, I told him. Rue had experienced my bouts of pessimism, but that was the first time I expressed how I was truly feeling out loud. I'm not sure if I was admitting it to him, or myself, or both. But once it was out, I felt no relief. In fact, I felt worse. It was as though I had just admitted to having a drug problem that I knew wouldn't end well. I wasn't sure what depression felt like, but I knew that I was probably pretty close. And for the first time in my life, I broke down and cried in front of Rue, right on that damn green couch. He understood and gave me a good pep talk. He assured me that he knew how I felt and then made a joke about how no matter how hard I tried, my life would never be as bad as his. Rue was always a good friend, especially in serious times. A few weeks passed and I was able to suppress my feelings, though they were far from gone. It was one of those things that I got good at after the emotional roller coaster that was my pursuit of happiness. Rather than address the pain, I'd simply tell myself that it was part of the deal and manage to continue the treadmill of a life I was leading. Rue came by my apartment's event one night and it was as if we had traded perspectives. Our journey had begun to cause him serious pain. I was watching TV and channel surfing when he walked in. I could tell he was mad so I put the remote down without paying attention to what channel I landed on. Neither of us looked at the TV until Rue stopped mid-sentence and focused on a Luther Vandross concert playing on BET. Luther was singing If This World Were Mine and Rue never took his eyes off of the screen. My mind wandered from Luther's vibrato to the fact that Rue never finished his sentence in the middle of what seemed like a very poignant rant. I looked back at Luther briefly and began to make a joke to lighten the mood, just as Rue had done a few weeks earlier. As I began to speak, I turned to look at Rue and saw that his eyes were filled with tears. I stopped talking and just looked back at the TV as we sat in silence for another few minutes until there was a commercial break. Yo, my bad, dog. I wasn't... Nah, it's cool, Rue said cutting me off without ever looking in my direction. I never asked him why he was crying, but I was pretty sure that it wasn't because Luther had just passed away earlier that week. A few weeks went by and I was able to start writing songs again. I pretended like everything was okay, but that wasn't true. I was in a very bad place and it was difficult to brag about being hot shit when I really just felt like shit. I couldn't focus on trying to make commercially relevant songs or towing the line between what felt good and what would work for radio. Every rapper has one of those songs where you think, is this him just being creative and emo, or is he like clinically depressed when you hear it? Mine is called By Myself. I'm in this world all by myself, man, you can't understand. I don't need no help, I'm in this world all by myself, I'm alone so dumb. I don't need no help, I'm in this world all by myself, need that bread. I don't need no help, I'm in this world all by myself. Waking up feeling like this world ain't appealing like Everybody out there knows what you feeling right Wanna take advantage of your home when you're chilling nights Wanna try to damage all your days, you know what I'm saying right Always wanna argue with you, tell you you ain't living right Knowing they live worse than you, blowing all that kryptonite Wait till they get a sight, if you want the top Happy as a clam, damn it all the bullshit stops 
that's why I be like Thinking about my own self I buy all my own pants I can use my own belt I use all my own help I'm independent Just me, no codependence Likely no co-defendants Do my dirt all by my lonely At least like 95% of y'all are phony It's what's his name only Child, not really, but I move like that kind of dude Feel me? I'm by myself Living my life, I don't need no help I'm in this world all by myself I'm a lonesome dove I got love, but don't need nothing else I'm in this world all by myself Man, you can't understand I'm just a man and I'm going for wealth I'm in this world all by myself Man, I got good friends But I can't thank them for my health I'm in this world all by myself as a youngster, really cared about what the people said Growing up in Dirty Durham, people got different heads People got different minds, different ways, different times Still trying to catch up, still man they way behind Had my own way of thinking but Different ain't good to these ignorant fucks I was young, they took advantage of me Years of abuse did long-term damage to me Jumping through hoops, trying to get a little status for me I mean, they knew I was cool They just tried to play my ass with a fool And no idea why I cared so much But I was young and I was dumb Let them stare, so what? In these days, damn it, I don't need your approval Stay home alone, writing songs that'll move you Ironic or not, I'm still making way For my own career, with more chronic than pop Living my life, I don't need no help I'm in this world all by myself I'm a lonesome dove, I got love But don't need nothing else I'm in this world all by myself Man, you can't understand, I'm just a man And I'm going for wealth I'm in this world all by myself Man, I got good friends But I can't thank them for my health I'm in this world all by myself And who knows what the future gon' hold When I wake up and I'm old Same grudge, I can't budge but fuck him, I hate cuz Ignore my own family, guess that means I hate blood I don't mean it, I don't believe it I don't foresee this, I've gone to pieces I still miss my little nieces I'm from the south, so my Christian friends tell me I need Jesus But I'm fine, got my mind on a dolo mission Never catch me walking around solo wishing That I had somebody, that I was at a party I'll tell you once again, I got plenty friends I do like my man daddy say Keep my prayers up, cover my own ass, look that away I'm my own man, Monday through Saturday Rest on the 7th, it's my life, forget it Living my life, I don't need no help I'm in this world all by myself I'm a lonesome dove, I got love But don't need nothing else I'm in this world all by myself Man, you can't understand, I'm just a man And I'm going for wealth I'm in this world all by myself Man, I got good friends But I can't thank them for my health I'm in this world all by myself I couldn't feel like this anymore. One way or another, I had to make this stop.